everybody and welcome back to the Digital Diamonds podcast. So I just came back from my walk and on my walks I just have the most creative ideas and I don't know what it is about just walking around, listening to a podcast, soaking up the energy from nature that makes me just the most inspired and creative person. Anyway, I was thinking because... Currently, I'm super getting back into tarot. I don't know how long this phase is going to last because I always go in and out of phases with like spiritual practices, right? And right now I love tarot. So I thought whilst I'm on the ride, I could pull a tarot card in the beginning of every episode and whether it resonates with you or not, that's, you know, I, I don't know, but maybe it's a nice source of inspiration for you, just a message that you might need to hear. So yeah, feel free to skip that until the actual episode begins, but I really feel drawn to pull a tarot card for you guys right now. So let me shuffle. By the way, the tarot deck I have is the Wild Unknown Tarot, which you can get from Amazon. And I absolutely love this tarot deck because it's more modern, like the illustrations are a lot more modern. And it's just a beautiful, beautiful deck. So let's see what card comes up for this podcast episode. It's the uh, Three of Pentacles card, which stands for overcoming obstacles um, with the help of other people. So very often, oh my God, like I feel like this card is talking to me right now. Very often we feel like we have to be all independent and do everything by ourselves and be all hashtag girl boss and you know, empowerment and feminism and do everything by ourselves. However, I've really learned over the past few weeks as well that you don't have to do it all by yourself and you can um, create amazing results together with people. You do not have to do it all by yourself. And this is what this card is all about. It's reminding you that when you face obstacles, you can you know, rely on the people around you. You can use and accept their help, right? You have the people in your life um, to help you, to guide you, to be an inspiration for you. You don't have to do it all by yourself. So this card is all about teamwork and connecting with the people around you to fulfill tasks, to overcome obstacles because a burden that you carry with someone else is only half the weight. I don't know if that's also um, like a thing you say in English, but that's something you say in German. Um, but anyway, I really hope that this card resonated with you. If yes, let me know on Instagram at Laura underscore Digital Diamonds. And if you want me to pull a specific tarot card just for you, also DM me on Instagram and I will be happy to pull a card for you. All right, so let's get started with this actual podcast episode because for today's episode, I want to share with you the 10 other life lessons I learned as a 20-year-old because in the last episode, I shared with you 10, like my first 10 life lessons I learned with 20 years and now I'm sharing with you the other 10 because if you didn't listen to the first episode, I turned 21 last Friday or that 
when this will be uploaded. It's two weeks ago on Friday, so the 21st of June. And as I love to take birthdays and New Year celebrations, semester endings, semester beginnings, any excuse to just take out my journal and do a whole session of reflection, I do that. So that's what I did before my birthday. And I came up with 20 life lessons that I learned as a 20-year-old. So... In this podcast episode, I want to share with you 10 other life lessons. And if you haven't obviously listened to the first podcast episode I did on that topic, make sure you head over because there was some pretty juicy, personal, life-changing stuff in there, I hope. So anyway, my 11th... Okay, I'm going to leave that in. My my 11th life lesson I learned with 20 years old is, and that's a huge one, it's never going to be enough if you are not grateful for what you have right now. So I am someone, I think very deep thoughts. And that is also why my age is weird for me because, I don't know, on the one hand, I feel a lot younger because I'm really... I'm really childlike very often um, in terms of my personality, but when I think of like what I think about all the time, like life after death and I don't know, like our purpose and why everything exists and, you know, really deep thoughts like that, I often feel like I'm much older <laughs> than 21. But anyway, I was thinking about how I sometimes feel or actually very often I am constantly doing things every single day, all day, but still I don't feel like I did enough. I don't feel accomplished. I don't feel like I am far enough. I constantly feel behind. And the thing is that what I have now is what I wanted a year ago, two years ago, three years ago. And back then I thought, oh my gosh, once I'm there, then I will be so exciting. Then that's going to be my dream life. But the thing is, and also when you, you know, read upon really successful people, the thing is that there is always a better thing. There's always the next thing. There's always the higher level. And I honestly don't want to be one of those people where I'm super successful, but so unfulfilled because I realized that everything I've been working towards does not fulfill me in the end, right? And I listened to this really nice episode um, of the Ground Up show by Matt Diavella and it was about a minimalist approach to business because I see it especially with entrepreneurs is it's always about going bigger. It's always about scaling the business and getting in more income and creating more and showing up more and I've honestly been asking myself whether I want that and I think the answer really is... I don't want that. I mean, you know, my vision and what I want can always change, but I don't see myself as a CEO of like a huge agency or a huge company. I honestly really don't want that, right? My goal with my business is to, or with my brand, is to obviously make an impact, but then to create a freedom life for myself. And a freedom life to me is not managing people and being that huge CEO and having so much responsibility for this million dollar company. Um, That might be the purpose for a lot of entrepreneurs, but it's not my purpose, right? So 
where is it enough so that I can say that I am accomplished? And the thing is that no one tells you when it is enough. You have to tell yourself when it is enough. You have to define it for yourself. And I really want to find out over the next year, over the next years, what enough means for me so that I hopefully can finally feel accomplished one day. I mean, I still feel accomplished now, but I think one of the practices that really helps me to feel like that even now is gratitude and, you know, celebrating what I've achieved and how I did now, like reflecting over the past six months, the past year, what were my highlights? What have I accomplished? Because when we always focus on the future, we forget the present and we also forget what we have achieved in the past. So this is such a big life lesson that I am still trying to figure out the answer for myself and I highly encourage you to also ask yourself okay when is it gonna be enough when am I gonna feel fulfilled because I don't think that constantly running this race and constantly bigger and higher and further is gonna fill you up I really don't believe so so find the answer for you the 12th life lesson I learned is it's incredible how much growth can happen in a year and here is where I felt really inspired by my friend Marissa. I don't know, Marissa, if you're listening, but Marissa is one of my best friends. I met her in my first year in Scotland. We were together um, in a flat, right? We were both studying abroad. Marissa is coming from Crete, actually, from Greece. She's half Scottish, half uh, Greek. Greek, and I really hope to get her on the podcast soon. However, Marissa has been super busy over the p past 12 months because she did um, live in California to do her internship there, which is part of her course. And when I met Marissa, she was a very shy person. She didn't really speak her truth. She had a really hard time saying no to things and she always just wanted to make the people around her happy but she really fell behind in a lot of things. Also growing up she overcame so many hardships, so many situations that I believe a lot of people would have given up upon right and Marissa really is one of the hardest working people I know, probably the hardest working hardest working person I know and I have seen her grow so much over the past three years especially over the past year although I haven't seen her I've only seen her once um, in New York uh, before Christmas but even then she puts herself out there now she is amazing at creating content on social media right she shares vulnerable stories on her instagram definitely um follow her i will link her account down below in the show notes marissa is an incredibly inspiring person to me and she has evolved so much and I believe that we often do not realize how much we can grow in a year if we stay consistent and if we take consistent action day by day. I'm one of those people, I am very impatient. I want the growth now. I want the result now. So I often take a lot, a lot, a lot of action and then I get burned out and I don't stay consistent because I want it too fast enough. I'm too motivated, right? So I think if you slow down and if you really take it step by step and if you don't overdo it, then you can really glow, glow, <laughs> grow over long term. And Marissa is someone who has absolutely told me that, uh, taught me that you can 
grows so much within a year and also when I look at myself how I am now how I used to be one year ago like literally one year ago I thought wow I've grown so much how can I grow even more like that's impossible and now I'm like oh wow I still have so much to go so you can grow if you take consistent action the 13th life lesson life lesson why life lesson I learned is to express all your facets because they are what make you you so this is one of the huge question marks in my life is how do I create a brand that fits all of my interests fits all of my passions because marketing and business coaches and generally business tells you niche down find one thing get really good at it focus on that one thing don't confuse your audience but what is about us multi-passionates who are interested in so many things and I've just been experimenting over the past few months with now creating the second Instagram account for example which is solely about mindset and business and really focusing on travel and study abroad on my other Instagram account and in my Facebook group and something that will really stick with me all the time and that I'm trying to implement is something that my friend Julia told me actually was I think last fall when I told her about my struggles because back then my struggles of I want to share so many things but I don't want to bore or annoy or confuse people she told me that because she obviously knows me um, personally as well. She's one of my best friends. She said, Laura, I want every single facet of you. I don't want just a piece of it. You are Laura because you have so many facets. And if you hide one thing, then you are not complete, right? So all of your facets are part of you. And it would not be right to hide those facets. And Guys, don't get me wrong, I am also still in the process of trying to make all of my ever-changing interests into one brand. But just as an inspiration for you as well, you are you because of all your interests. And if you think that being multi-passionate is a weakness, girl, it is not. Because it makes you interesting, it makes you deep, it makes you um, surprising, right? So express your facets also to the people around you. Be bold enough to talk about the things that you are so passionate about, even if it's not a norm. Like people, you know, could make fun of me that I do tarot and probably people do in my small town, right? But a lot of people have told me, wow, it's so cool that you do tarot. I know no one who does that. Wow, that's so cool. And a lot of people have told me who I never thought they would be interested in that. And it's because I expressed this interest that I have unapologetically. So I want you to do the same. Be brave, right? Because the world needs more authentic people. And the more authentic you can express your interests the more authentic other people will express their interests and everyone will be a lot more fulfilled the 14th life lesson you don't have to justify and explain 
all of your decisions. I think that kind of goes along with the life lesson before that. Um, but because I am someone in Ayurveda, I'm very, very Vata, right? I'm very airy. I'm like always visualizing. I'm always in my head. I'm always thinking about the future, planning, strategizing, having all of those huge ideas, being a visionary, all of that. I, I am like that. And just like the wind, I'm always here, I'm there, I'm ever-changing. And so are my ideas, so are my plans, so are my goals. And what I've done over the past year is trying to justify those changing plans to the people around me. And the thing is that not a lot of people will understand that. And also, they don't have to. Because you don't have to explain your dreams to other people because they are your dreams. And of course, you can ask for advice, but don't go to people and ask them what they think about what you want to do because of validation and because you need their approval. Because you don't, right? We often just go to people oh what do you think about this what do you think about that because we hope they will tell us to do it so we have the approval the permission to do it however we have to give this approval and this permission to ourselves and yes this is not easy but you just have to do it because if you constantly get in the opinions of other people people will always tell you varying advice right and you will be confused you will end up not knowing where to go you will end up even more lost than before you asked for advice so yes ask for advice but only ask for advice from very certain people from specific people not from too many people and listen to your gut right listen to your expectation listen to your dream right and don't justify everything that you do because you don't have to The 15th life lesson is that progress only happens through action, not by thinking about it. I've mentioned that as well um, many, many times because that's just something that I tell the people who follow me and I tell it myself because just by planning, just by brainstorming, just by journaling about it, nothing will happen. You will set yourself up for a success mindset, yes, but you also have to take the necessary action. And what I found myself, and especially over the past few months, is I was waiting to take action until I have it figured out. But the thing is that in nine out of 10 cases, you're not going to figure it out unless you take the action. Unless you figure out what you don't want, can you only figure out what you do want, right? That's the same with everything in your life. If you don't know what career you want to do, just try out different careers and see what sticks, right? See what sticks and see what fulfills you. But just by thinking about it, just by asking people about it, just by researching about it, nothing is gonna happen. And just the same as with different skills, right? You're not gonna get great at being a YouTuber and filming videos by thinking about it and by watching YouTube videos about it. You only get great by doing it. So do more, think less. That's probably a big life lesson. I also have to um, tell myself because I love brainstorming. But, you know, brainstorming and reflecting is one part, but then the other part is taking action. Also talking about action, the 16th life lesson is that consistency pays 
off. So although I've been lacking a bit in consistency over the past few months here on my podcast and on my YouTube channel as well, for a huge part of my 20th of my 20th year, yeah, or is that my 21st year when I'm 20? Oh wow, oh wow, Laura, Laura. <laughs> but anyway, a big part of me being 20 years old, I was so consistent with everything that I did. I was consistent with journaling almost every single day, with doing yoga almost every single day. I also started walking a lot. I hit 10,000 steps so many times because I was consistent, right? I uploaded YouTube videos two times a week for months and months and months and that is how I really grew my YouTube channel. I uploaded podcast episodes two times a week and that's how I grew this podcast. Consistency pays off and you might not feel like showing up every single day but it really really pays off for you to push yourself. Even if you don't want to then maybe skip one time but always come back to being consistent with something. If you know that something will lead you to be successful, skip 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 with it. <laughs> no, stay with it. And I really really use mindset journaling and visualization as well to always motivate myself, to always think about okay, what would my next level version do? Yes, sure, they would show up and film that YouTube video. For sure, they would record a podcast episode. For sure, my next level would, my next level version would journal, would do yoga, all of those things, right? And use it to motivate yourself. Visualize yourself doing the things and then achieving results and then being so proud. Consistency, girl always pays off. Consistency is so much more important than quality. Trust me, it, it really, really is, right? You don't have to be 150% amazing at something to be good at it. You know what I mean? Like, just be consistently putting out things that are 80% good, and that will bring you much further than putting out a piece with 100% just never, right? Or once a month that likes take, uh, talking about content creation, right? Consistency pays off. Quantity is just as important, if not more important than quality. 17th life lesson. You get to pick and choose what you believe to be true. If you go back again, um, scroll down a bit um, to my podcast interviews that I did in the beginning of the year, I interviewed my friend Brooke. Brooke Alexander. She is a, a hypnotherapist. She's an NLP practitioner. She is just an incredibly inspiring person when it comes to mindset and changing your beliefs to achieve success and to reach your goals. She is just so inspiring. I met her when I went to study abroad in Toronto and I connected with her through a podcast as well. And yeah, it was just the most amazing experience meeting Brooke at uh, 20 years old. And I mean, generally Toronto was just the most amazing experience, but also meeting with like-minded people and, you know, going to coffee shops with Brooke and brainstorming, going to brunch with Brooke and journaling. And it was just so great to spend time with Brooke. And she really taught me that you get to pick your thoughts. And even if right now you might not 100% believe they are true, you can still choose to believe them, right? Because the thoughts, the beliefs that you have 
don't necessarily have to be true, right? Because as I said, um, I said it in the first half of this um of this episode series thing in the first um ten life lessons. Truth is not universal. There is no one truth, right? There is no one right thing. So you can choose the truth, the thought that will benefit you the most. So think about it. If, for example, I will go with weight loss because that's something um, that really is present in my, in my life. What benefits you more? Looking at cake and thinking... Like, for example, me on Friday looking at my birthday cake and thinking, oh my gosh, if I'm going to eat that now, I'm going to be so fat. I'm going to gain so much weight. Or is the belief that is helping me to lose weight, wow, that cake is amazing. I'm going to, oh my God, I'm going to enjoy it so much. I'm going to eat it so mindfully. And because of that, my body will digest it so well. And if my body doesn't need the energy, it will just eliminate it because I know that my body wants to be naturally slim. So it doesn't matter if I eat the cake. I will lose weight no matter what. What belief will benefit you more to lose weight? Of course, the second one, right? So you can pick and choose what you want to believe to be true. And obviously tools to do that is journaling, is visualizing, is meditating, is listening to reprogramming audios, is doing affirmations. All of those amazing tools. Literally, your mind is the most powerful tool you have. And if you do the necessary habits you can take control of a really big part and use it to your advantage. The 18th life lesson is that everything is temporary and everything bad will pass. That is something my friend Jana taught me. I also interviewed her on the podcast. I will link the podcast episode in the show notes. And she is one of my best friends. I also met her in Scotland and she is just such an incredible human being. She also, by the way, just recently started her own podcast, which is super cool. I will also link it below. And she has this incredible chill about herself. Like she's so relaxed and she's so trusting that everything will work out. And she's also so in the moment because she realizes that everything, good or bad, will pass. So we have to be in the moment right now. And every bad feeling, every bad situation, every bad thing, whatever happens in your life, it will pass because it's temporary. Life is temporary. And that just gives me so much freedom thinking about that. And quite honestly, that also really helped me through bad times or hard times I had. For example, I told you as well in the first part of this um this topic that in the beginning of the year I went through heartbreak and in that week when I, it was really bad I thought man I'm never gonna feel good again I'm never gonna feel good about myself again I feel so shitty and she told me Laura it will pass it's only temporary you have to stick with it go through it you know you will go through that because everything is temporary right the bad always passes and I'm so grateful that I have a friend who is so inspiring. And I want to tell you as well that no matter what shit you're going through right now, it's temporary. And the best is yet to come. The 19th life lesson I learned at 20 years old 
is there is nothing to miss out on despite the present moment. That's something I learned when I was studying abroad for four months in Toronto in 2018, so from August to December. And a lot of people, a lot of other international students who have never been abroad, they all suffered a lot of FOMO, fear of missing out. They said yes to every opportunity because they thought it was part of the experience. And to be really honest with you guys, I also faced the fear of missing out because I oftentimes said no to things because I would rather, you know, do my journaling at home and record a podcast episode than going out with, you know, other students. And society or kind of standards or other people kind of told me, made me feel that, oh, but Laura's going out, partying is part of the experience and blah, blah, blah. What I realized, though, is you get to experience you get to define your experience and no one else. So because you are the only one living this experience in the now, there is nothing to miss out on because the path that you are on right now, the situation you are in right now is the only truth for you in that moment. So there is no fear of missing out because this is the only way things are supposed to be for you now. So be present in whatever you choose. And also know that your experience is very different from the experience of other people because people are different. People like different things. People have different personalities. So what someone else defines as a non-negotiable of an experience does not have to be the same thing for you. So FOMO is not a thing. FOMO is not real. So learn that, realize that, and this will give you so much more freedom to create the experiences that you want and not the experiences that someone else tells you to have. And the last and final life lesson I learned at 20 years old, number 20, and this is, this is a great, great, great life lesson that I will also take into my 21st year, being 21 Inner work is important, but so is connecting with other people. So <laughs> I love, as I said, to reflect. I love to journal. I love to be by myself. I love to be an introvert. But when I was reflecting on the highlights of being 20, all the most amazing moments were with other people. It was Rome with my mom. It was New York City with Jana and Marissa. It was going through this incredible weight loss journey and healing, trying to heal or being on the journey to heal my relationship with food with Tiasha. It were brunches with Brooke. It was sipping on oat milk cappuccino with Tamara. And so many, many, many more amazing moments. Brunch with my family. Little small things, but they were so big because I connected with other people. Or taking photos with my best friend Michelle and Yuya. Or now even having my amazing birthday dinner on Friday. You know... We are made to connect with people. And even if you're introverted like me, put yourself out there. Because there are so many incredible people out there who you can share your life with. Who you can 
you know, inspire each other and motivate each other, exchange amazing energy, create amazing memories. Inner work is the requirement to find those people. But once you did the work, now it's about going out there and connecting, being open, being brave, being brave to to put yourself out there to, yeah, maybe face rejection because obviously connecting with people, you always make yourself vulnerable because if you are by yourself, you, you can't be hurt, but it's worth it. It's worth connecting with other people. And that's really something I want to do now being 21 is I want to spend more time with people I love. I want to put myself out there and find even more amazing people to love. And that was the 20th life lesson I learned as a 20-year-old. So guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you've listened until here, thank you so much. I really hope you guys enjoyed it. If you did, feel free to share it on Instagram and tag me at Laura underscore Digital Diamonds. I'm so excited to see you share this episode, to chat with you on Instagram, to connect with you because connect is actually going to be my word for being 21. So thank you so much for listening to this podcast and you will hear from me in the next episode. Bye guys.